Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh! <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants! And in yellow and porous is he? SpongeBob SquarePants! If not a nonsense, be something you wish! Welcome, everybody. We're back. It's episode two of the Fist Cast. You never know what you are going to hear no. on this podcast. Right? It's spontaneous. It is. It's exciting. It is. It's cutting edge. Yeah. It's under the sea. It's, yes. And who requested that that intro song, actually? One of our guests. One of our actually. guests? Yes. And uh, it's going to introduce our topic as well. Our fabulous guests. Um, we have uh, an amazing guest and an amazing topic for today's show. Uh, we're going to be concentrating on well-being. But who is here to talk about that? Maya's here. Oh, I'm Maya. It's me. Maya, why did we listen to SpongeBob SquarePants when we came in? Because it makes me happy. That's a great reason. It is a great reason. That is a fantastic reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do the same thing. Like, I know some of the cool kids are listening to, like, hip-hop, right? Hip-hop. Right. <laughs> but for me, no, it's uh, 80s all the way. Really? We built the city, Starship. I think it's Starship. We built the city on rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Broken wings. Take these books. You know? Yeah. You know that one? Yeah. Okay. We're really giving the, the rights agency something to Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> we just sang yes. two songs and played a TV show. <laughs> but they probably didn't sound like the songs, actually, so it's probably fine. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah. In which case, me will have to probably sing the SpongeBob SquarePants thing on your own. You ready? Excuse me? Could you do, yeah, also the <laughs> instruments, maybe, as well. I'm kidding. All right, we've got a great uh, show coming up, mm -hmm. and um, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on before we jump into the topic. So what's going on this week at the FIS? Yeah, I'll start. I'll start uh, oh. this week, Matt, or Mr. Chambers. Uh, it's all right, Adrian. Right now, I'm, I'm consumed with U14 volleyball tryouts. <laughs> Is it keeping you up at night? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, it's it's absolutely fantastic the amount of uh, participation and interest that we have this year, uh, and the the players are you know they're really engaged. They're you know I have I have students sending friends to come ask when the list is coming out. Yeah, there was a lot of like chatter around the list in the. Yeah, uh, they want they want to know the list. What but is that? What is the list? Ms. Fisher has the list. What so. So the coaches is who do the tryouts. So I happen to have one of the coaches here with me. This is this is really cool that we're we're also talking about this. Uh, Maya is one of one of the coaches, uh, one of our cast volunteer me. coaches. She's also plays for the varsity volleyball team. So Saul works fantastic, giving back to the community. Right? Oh yeah, it's am definitely. amazing. Um, but yeah, this this idea of this list, it's uh, it's it's out there, and you know you you what pass. Is it? I don't I don't. I don't well, it, okay, so the list says which team you're on oh i see okay because we have such an incredible interest there's more than one team we have to have more than one mm -hmm. team because there's just so many players do you give them like names like the raccoons and the bunnies we should we should why hasn't that idea been i don't know the black mambas right the leprechauns i'm just throwing ideas yeah. out there you know maybe not the leprechauns no well there's a height thing <laughs> oh yes. the giant leprechauns <laughs> is that better no okay i think volleyball related Oh, sorry. The spikers? Blockers? Eagles, I was thinking. Oh, the flying. Eagles. See? Ooh, man, Maya's on this. Now I can see why she's the coach. The Hawks. No offense. but So how is it, Maya, being on the other side? So you've been through tryouts, and yeah. 
what it's like being on the other side. How to and in just this process, like how has this helped develop your kind of confidence yourself? It's definitely much more relaxed and definitely the point of view you're looking at it when you're like in the middle of the tryouts, when you're actually doing the drills, you can definitely feel the pressure from all sides. But when you're outside that sort of bubble, you can really see the sort of difference in like the setting and the difference in the sort of tone and the sort of emotions that are going on as well. Like looking from outside, it doesn't look so bad. Like when when I was in tryouts, I definitely thought everybody was looking at me constantly, looking at every single move I did and making sure to catch me if I did something wrong. But when I look at those guys, I definitely realized that no one was looking at me. Everybody's just focused on their own thing. Hmm. So do you think that has an impact on playing a sport do you think that has an impact on your mental well-being not just oh, your physical yeah definitely like especially the people i play with it's definitely good having people from my grade there that definitely helps i would not be as confident if i didn't have my like closest friends playing with me um and definitely playing with like people i don't know as well that much but then getting to know them as well so i'm getting even more support from that environment as well such an important topic well-being right now like you look at the pandemic and yep. quarantine and just getting kind of that social interaction back and feeling safe we talked a lot about this off air maya just about some of the strategies you want to share a few of your the strategies that you have developed to to help you just yes you know i mean if it's listening to spongebob i mean there's nothing wrong with that right. you know or 80s tunes hit me with your best shot okay oh yeah um well at, at benatar sorry just well, it's definitely not, well-being is definitely not what I thought it was a few years ago. Like a few years ago, my idea of well-being would have been watching my favorite show for two hours straight. Spongebob. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just not stopping. But now it's more of that sort of balance of doing, doing work, doing my own work. Like there's definitely the distinction between uh, doing schoolwork, which gets me like thinking into a sort of analytical mood, but also doing something that I'm passionate about that also gives me and gets me into that sort of analytical mood. So I get the sort of like mental satisfaction of doing things I actually like on the side of actually doing the things I need to do for school. So I get the sort of, yeah, satisfaction from both things. I think that balance is so important. We talked about procrastination in the last um, episode and I think what I often um, do wrong is that I kind of wait until the last minute to get all of my stuff done. And I sometimes think that that, pressure helps me and, and it does to a degree but I also get really stressed on so my mental health gets really affected by the fact that I've kept things just piling up and I think it's that balance yeah. of if you know so then I'll, I'll go and do something fun like go play football or um, mm -hmm. I don't know uh, go listen to some music and and that makes me feel better for a bit but then I've still got this like giant pile of stuff how do you do that from a time perspective how do you balance that time like how do you not end up just watching Spongebob all day um, I'm very, very routine orientated. So I have a routine which I've been using for like a solid two years, like minute to minute routine. Wow. Like, which is like, of course, it's a double edged sword. It's not always good because it gives me that sort of expectation for myself. And if I don't do that, then of course I get even more stressed. But when I have that routine and when I find that good thing that doesn't also harm my, my like mental health, then I keep that going. So as soon as I come home, do all the work right out of the way because I can't like bear the guilt of myself not like thinking about it and knowing I haven't done it later on. And then 
having my sort of like then my own personal activities right after that. Wow, that's amazing because I'm so good at pushing that guilt away. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to put it in the corner and just not deal with it. Yeah, that's an excellent tip for some of our, our younger learners, just having routines, finding ways to organize because we all do it differently. Like some people will have 25, like, okay, full disclosure. Me, for example, my, my, my uh, Google Chrome tabs <laughs> in the top, there are many. Oh, you're not one of those people. It's not like 150. Oh, right. It's not that many, but How it's many like 15 it? at least. But, but they're organized. For me, that's a, a, a means of organization plus a lot of like, like in our, in our past podcast, we talked about studying techniques and yeah. using flashcards. That's what I use for my to-do list. Yeah. Like I have these flashcards, but it, you know, everybody finds their own, their own way to do it. And I'm so glad that you said balance because that's one of the learner profile characteristics from the IB. <sighs> to be balanced. IB plug, learner profile, uh -huh. balance. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. And, and I think you're right. It's that organizational techniques. It's that the... Um, the ATLs skills that really help us to to be those better people and yeah everyone has to find their own and, and for me it's walking around with my little book because that's where my lists are stuff to mm -hmm. do and um, I'm not a list person but I'm trying to be you know um, okay. I like to kind of just clear my desktop of, of all browsers I like to clear and I think that space gives me um, the ability to breathe and mm, feel less right. pressured yeah. um, but I need to have a list um, I don't want mm. to have a list um, and some people do like my wife loves having lists. She's got lists for everything. And then she'll send me lists. And that freaks me out because unless it's my list, I don't like it. Yeah, so much of it is finding what works for you, right? right. You right. know, and it's that kind of, I don't want to say burden, but like the pressure that we have these days, you know, with, with all the things that we need to do and we want to accomplish and, and having balance. Sometimes lists work for some people and or having, you know, a process like, like you spoke about would be important. Um, as head of PE, this is something I want to ask you. This is really important to me. How do you think, how do you think that, that the balance you, in team sports or even individual sports, but finding that balance through physical activity, how do you think that helps develop positive well-being? Well, let's take like volleyball, for example. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it took a while for it to like become an actual like uh, stress relief activity, especially with the whole like stress of getting into a new situation with completely new people and being in the spotlight with lots of different people. So it took a while for that to actually happen. But when you get to that point, then I can, I feel like I have, I like forget to think about schoolwork, which I like when that happens. I like when I don't have something like that on my mind, especially when I know I've already completed it. So I don't keep overthinking that because I have something else to think of that on top of that, because I like thinking about everything all at once. And I like having something to think about all the time. Because if I don't have something like that going on, I feel like I'm in some way like not doing stuff successfully. I like having something there always. And volleyball is a really good like thing I can put in my little thinking box where I can think. Yeah. And I mean, I am a firsthand witness of seeing Maya coaching. Uh, she coaches one of the teams she has right now working with a group of grade fives who are developing their skills and it's just an amazing thing to see the confidence to see the the self security and just seeing how you're doing that and uh, you know again plugging sport, team sports and that opportunity um to experience it and then you know overcome those challenges and develop yourself and then give it back and then you know taking that step is absolutely fantastic i think it's just something me you, you mentioned just listening to you is this idea of sort of emptying your your brain and i wonder from a well-being perspective how necessary that is um or do we always need something 
kind of going on. And I think you're, you're mm. a perfect case of, well, I need to have something, even if it's just a sport or, or something to kind of take the place of, of those lists or, or those other things. Um, and I think that's a really good, good point because we always need something to relieve ourselves of the stress, but it doesn't mean that we're not doing anything. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't know, what would your, what would, what do you do when you need to well, this is good because I think I think you and I will have contrasting strategies. So for me, um, it's very much needs to be high intensity and in even like physical contact based sports. For really? me, that's the outlet I need. Huh. So I need something rigorous. I need something competitive. But that's that's my way. That's my way. And then I really feel great the next day or or after. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Um, yeah, mine is contrasting actually. Um, even though I love. <laughs> A contact sport i love playing football um it's great at the time and, and it's physical activity but it doesn't necessarily calm me mm. um so for me for me it's a bit odd it's actually taking like electrical equipment apart or reorganizing my record collection you know it's kind of, it's music related it has to be music related um so i'll like take apart my amp and clean it it sounds a bit stupid but like it's, oh, it's necessary for yeah. what i need to do but it, it's it's a thing that i'll just do on a saturday and the kids will, you know, throw screws and bits all over the place. But it's something where I can just switch off my brain. Um, and I might be listening to music whilst doing it. Um, or, yeah, generally it's a kind of I can just zone in. And um, I kind of might take the record player apart and find bits of dust that needs removing. It's, it, it doesn't need to be done. It's, it's literally a meditative task. But, yeah, that's interesting. That it's very, we have kind very of, cool different ways of looking at things musically just because i want to plug some if you weren't listening to uh spongebob mia what would you be listening to uh well, not necessarily a song <laughs> but just a genre because we know it's 80s music from oh, yeah. somebody else in the room right now it is what do you mean right now well so it's either it's either yeah we'll go with 80s i'll stick with 80s final offer mia movie soundtracks oh nice always very good one all right if you were going to play one out what would your movie soundtrack to play as that be uh becoming the people from avatar one all right we'll have avatar one have you seen avatar two yes that'll play us out thank you mia so much (laughs) thank you for uh for all of your handy tips and i hope um everybody's more balanced at the end of today's session please come back i will (laughs) 